Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Oh My Allergies podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Valencia. And if you are new here, the Oh My Allergies podcast is a podcast about all things allergies. Whether you have food allergies, seasonal allergies, skin allergies, or even your pet has allergies, Oh My Allergies is a safe space for discussions for those that need a bit of advice and support from someone who understands their struggle. Let's learn how to navigate life and learn how to thrive with our allergies together. Hey guys, welcome to or welcome back to the Oh My Allergies podcast. If you're new or maybe you might not be new, if you're not subscribed to the podcast already, you definitely need to be. Go hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform of choice. Give us a follow on Instagram. Our Instagram is at Oh My Allergies. You can follow me. I'm at Oh My Valencia. Make sure that you stop, drop, roll, and rate the podcast. Hopefully it is a five-star rating. Also leave us a review because it really helps with growing our community on you know apple Podcasts, on spotify pretty much any platform that you can leave a review of our podcast on we definitely appreciate it and keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and don't know so today i'm going to be talking about something that i've been dealing with a lot lately and that is seasonal allergies i feel like Everyone I know is really like going through it and struggling with seasonal allergies a lot longer and a lot more than usual. I feel like it's just so bad. Like every day I feel like I'm fighting with pollen and I'm like, you're not going to take me out today. You're not going to take me out ever. So it's like this constant battle. But to be specific, I really wanted to go and hone in on whether or not your allergies can actually make you feel tired and drained. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode before. For that, let's get right into what's been going on with me. hope everyone had a really great Mother's Day. A Mother's Day just recently passed. I celebrated with my mom and I actually got her this Ninja Foodie Grill since she was in need of a new air fryer and I wanted to get her one that was a good quality one. I know air frying is like not the only thing that you can do with the Ninja Foodie Grill but honestly the other stuff was just perks and she actually really really liked it and I'm really happy about that. Um, I also recently got a pair of Crocs and I've actually been a person who has had Crocs for years. I'm not just jumping onto the whole like it's a pandemic and everyone wanted to be comfortable so everyone ran to their nearest store and on the Crocs website to go get Crocs and like now like the prices of them are like insanely high and it's kind of crazy but I think it's cool like all of the different collaborations that they do with a lot of different you know like influencers, celebrities, singers, things like that. Um, But I recently just got a new pair of them and I really like them. They are pink. Um, I think the color of them is like pink lemonade or something like that. And I got like the Bea style. So I really like those. And I have one other pair that I've had for like so many years. I've had them for like probably like over 10 years. Um, But they are pretty still in good condition and they feel really comfortable it was very interesting being able to kind of like compare contrast and see if the quality has gotten better or if it's gone a little bit towards a different way um, from having like a pair from like so long ago to a pair that is from today and that's 
being shipped out today so it was definitely really interesting seeing the differences and some of the similarities within the shoe um another thing that i got for myself it was this uh nintendo switch sports game i literally got it that the day that i'm recording this and i am so excited about it because growing up i had a wii and my family and i were like huge fans of nintendo wii sports and the wii sports resort games they were like just so fun and we would get like so competitive my mom and i I would like practice so that when we would go visit my grandparents like we would be like ample prepared and like ready to just play you know with my grandmother it would be so funny how competitive we were my mom and my grandma would play frisbee golf for like hours on end with the Wii Sports Resort game and then we would all play like tennis and table tennis and then I would play the sword fighting game with my grandma and really find so much you know energy and being able to not her off of the podium I know that sounds like really bad but this is all a video game this is not in person but really just found those games to really be really fun and that's something that I was really looking forward to with getting my switch was hoping that they were going to be coming out with a game that's very similar and they did and so I am so excited now I know that this game doesn't have golf on it but I know it has like tennis it has bowling it has shambara I think that's how you pronounce it um which is pretty much sword fighting they have um soccer they have volleyball and then they also have badminton and I'm like really excited to play tennis and soccer you guys know that I am a big soccer fan um I think it comes with like some sort of like leg strap to play like the soccer portion of the game so I'm gonna have to figure that out but I'm really excited about this game and hopefully it's like really fun it has a lot of hype and it has a lot to live up to in terms of what the Wii Sports and the Wii Sports Resort games were able to bring and like how super popular they were so fingers crossed that it's really good also I've started watching the morning show season two I was initially a big fan of the morning show when it like first came out and would like binge watch the crap out of the episodes and then would have to wake up like super early and then like be really tired and then drag throughout the day from like having like a lack of sleep but it would be like so worth it in my opinion but so far it's good if you haven't watched a show you definitely should I highly recommend it's a really good show but that's pretty much what's been going on with me lately so with that being said let's get right into my foodie likes So my foodie like that I want to share with you guys this week, it comes from the brand Poland Springs, I think, or Polar Springs. It's their ginger lime mule seltzer water. Really gravitated towards it because of the flavor. It's actually one of my favorite drinks to get when going out and it definitely did not disappoint. It has such a refreshing flavor to it. You guys know I'm a big, 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 big ginger gal. So I always naturally gravitate towards ginger things and people are like oh my goodness like why do you like ginger it's like super spicy like I'm that person that can eat a lot of ginger and not have to drink a lot of water immediately and my friends and family are like how do you do it I just have a tolerance for ginger and I really like it so really like this drink if you are a fan of ginger you can kind of taste it but it's not like overwhelming and it's not too spicy and then the lime like it really just balances it out so highly recommend trying this if you can try it I know that sometimes when it comes to like water um, certain regions only have access to certain brands and certain flavors. So if you have access to this particular drink and this particular flavor of drink, highly recommend trying it. But that is 
the only foodie lick that I have to talk to you guys about this week. Um, normally, I know I have more than one, but have still been trying out a few new things and trying to figure out whether or not I really like them enough to talk about them here. So that is my foodie lick for this week. So with that being said, let's get right into the allergy news. So this week's allergy news article is titled, It's Allergy Season, Here's a Couple of Tips for Obtaining Relief. So the article starts off with a quote from Dr. Nia Dunn, who is an allergist, and the quote is, going into May is usually a tough time for a lot of people who have pollen allergies. Tree pollen start being released usually in early March, but this time of year, you're starting to get some early grasses and some early weeds. And Dr. Dunn said that this is about the time of year when people who deal with pollen allergies in specific will be exposed to a lot of different types of pollen at once. And it can even be worse for those who deal with asthma, eczema, and other different conditions. Now, those who have allergies may automatically tend to reach for different things that can help with alleviating symptoms like an allergy pill or antihistamine to get that relief that we all want when we're dealing with pollen allergies, environmental allergies, etc. But Dr. Dunn said that a nasal spray is usually a better first resort because of it being just more effective and it can work at the site of where the inflammation is in your sinuses and your nose, which to me, in my experience, I have found that I get a lot more allergy symptom relief when I'm using um, a nasal spray like a Flonase or something like that rather than using something like a Benadryl and that was something that I kind of had to work through with my doctor to kind of figure out like what is the best thing for me because for the longest time like my go-to would be Benadryl but then you know as I got older and you know seasons change and things like that and the amount of pollen that gets released each season is different you know having to make those adjustments in order to find out what's going to give me that relief that I need in order to be able to function and to be happier and healthier and things like that. Um, Dr. Dunn also recommends closing the windows, particularly in the morning, since pollen is usually released really early in the morning. So if you're one of the people who like sleeping with the windows open, you're probably just going to want to close them since having them open could actually affect your allergies. So that's a little bit about, you know, what I kind of got from the article. I thought it was really good because I've been seeing a lot more and more articles talking about how pollen season has started to um, last a lot longer than it traditionally has in the past for a lot of different reasons. So definitely um, do some research on your own in order to be able to educate yourself on why, you know, some people think that pollen season is expanding and it's getting longer and it's dragging out. And because of that, you tend to deal with your symptoms a lot more than just the springtime or the fall. And for me personally, like I feel like I've dealt with symptoms, you know, year round, you know, and just trying to find out what I need to do in order to get that allergy relief for my symptoms because no one wants to have a stuffy nose and itchy eyes and watery eyes all year round. And so just really trying to figure out what to do since allergy season's getting longer and people are like, why am I still dealing with my allergies when we're in May? Because normally I would be like, okay, I don't need to have allergy medicine and I would be off of it by the end of April, but I'm still on it. So 
I just thought that this article would be interesting to talk about and definitely would love to hear what you guys have to say and what your thoughts are on this article as well. If you want to read the article in its full entirety, you can check out our show notes for the link to the article. We always have our links in the show notes for the articles that are discussed in the allergy news portion of each episode. So definitely take a look down there, check it out for yourself. Highly recommend being able to do and take that extra step and making sure that you read things in its full entirety because I don't cover every single inch of each article that I mentioned. Um, so definitely try to encourage you all to do that further reading and research. But with that being said, let's get right into today's episode, which is all about allergy fatigue. Like I say, in these types of episodes, I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be either of those things. These are just things that I know from personal experience and research that I've done, and I encourage you all to do research on your own as well. So today's episode is all about allergy fatigue. And I know you're probably like, allergy fatigue? Like, what in the world is that? Yeah, so like when it comes to seasonal allergies, you tend to be like more familiar with those common allergy symptoms like coughing and sneezing and watery eyes. But have you ever had it where you're experiencing like an allergy flare up and you're sneezing and you're wanting to scratch the inside of your nose with like wolverine claws so bad and you feel also like muddled and have like this fuzzy headed feeling sometimes well with like I said earlier with the allergy season getting longer you know I thought that it would be good to really talk about a symptom that many people don't really talk about or may not even know slash realize that's associated with environmental allergies and that's allergy fatigue allergy fatigue it's the result of your body having to work extra hard to be able to fight off you know a foreign invader aka the allergen, the thing that's kind of starting the madness. And it's similar to the way that your body actually fights off a virus, like, you know, a common cold or the flu, and that can leave you feeling very drained. So when you have an allergic response to something like dust or pollen or pet dander, your body also releases proteins called cytokines, which can cause inflammation in your nose. And chronic inflammation, you know, the inflammation that just doesn't go away on its own, has been linked to fatigue and depression. Now, allergies can also indirectly cause you to feel tired during the day by disrupting your sleep at night, which I actually did an episode on whether or not your allergies can affect the way you sleep and spoiler alert they can so if you want to learn more about that you definitely should listen to that episode because I know from doing research on that episode I definitely learned so much and it's very interesting the way that allergies can affect so many different aspects of your life that you just don't really tend to think about as much um so definitely listen to that episode but back to allergy fatigue fatigue especially from disrupted sleep can sometimes be a sign of a more serious underlying issue like either improperly or untreated allergies. So common allergy symptoms like coughing, sneezing, and congestion can actually make it hard to get a good night's rest, which is making it harder for you to be able to stay focused throughout the day. So I'm gonna be talking about a few different ways that you can possibly experience allergy-related fatigue. So the first one is allergens causing biochemically based fatigue. So as I've mentioned on the podcast before, an allergic 
allergic reaction occurs when your immune system goes into battle by mistake, I will say. So your immune system, it starts attacking, you know, a harmless substance as if it were a virus or any other germ by telling the mast cells in your body to produce these antibodies that belong to immunoglobin E to release into your bloodstream. And so in addition to immunoglobin E, the immune system releases a substance called histamine, which did a whole episode on histamine if you want to learn a little bit more about the backstory and the history and what it is exactly. Um, So definitely listen to that episode. I believe it's called, you know, what is histamine or what is histamine intolerance? Um, Did a few episodes about histamine. So definitely check those episodes out. When both of those substances produce an inflammatory reaction in your body, histamine and the immunoglobin E, you may experience this sense of tiredness along with other, you know, more obvious allergic symptoms. So the second way is allergic sinusitis causing brain fog. So some people who have a feeling of being dazed and not able to really think that well often describe their problem as having some sort of like a brain fog and I know I've not necessarily dealt with this directly but I know that this is something that I've heard friends and family I know my mom has dealt with this associated with her allergies is having like this feeling of being dazed and not being able to really concentrate on things because you're more so focused about the symptom and the brain fog and that kind of impairs you being able to do the things that you normally would do throughout the day. So while brain fog may occur in association with a lot of other different health problems, it can also occur as a side effect of a condition called allergic sinusitis. And I actually did a whole episode discussing allergic sinusitis and the difference between it as well as the difference between allergic rhinitis. So definitely go listen to that episode to learn more about it. But in short, allergic sinusitis is associated with symptoms like itchy eyes, nose, itchy throat, and the symptoms can be in appearance for months at a time. So in addition to the inflammatory processes created by mast cell activity, allergic sinusitis can actually reduce the amount of oxygen that you take in through your nose. And so having this reduced oxygen level can actually interfere with how you act, you know, throughout the day, you know, mentally, physically, and your cognitive function. And so it's kind of, like I said, very interesting, the role that you wouldn't think like some people are like, oh yeah, allergies are not a big thing when it comes to you know the seasonal allergy aspect of the whole bigger picture of allergies because you know you think of food allergies you think of all the things that's surrounding food allergies in terms of the life the life or death um, reactions that can come with food allergies but also you know one thing I do want to stress you know in a lot of different episodes on this podcast is that both types of allergies are very important and they're very important in different ways and seasonal allergies can affect you a lot more than you actually think. So hopefully that's something that you get from not only this episode, but other episodes where I talk about seasonal allergies is that, you know, so many people kind of minimize seasonal allergies and they're like, oh, like they're not that big of a deal or there's a lot of memes about them and like jokes about them. Um, But also there's a seriousness that comes with seasonal allergies as well because of it being able to affect your cognitive function and being able to impact what you do 
day in and day out and you know what your daytime mental efficiency is. The third way is that sleep apnea and allergies are connected. And this was covered a little bit in a couple of episodes. It was first covered in the can allergies affect the way you sleep episode. And it was also covered on the episode where I had Dr. Munn and Shah on the podcast. And we talked about how both of these conditions are more connected than people seem to think. So definitely check out those episodes to be able to learn more. Um, But if you deal with allergic sinusitis, you may naturally tend to breathe through your mouth instead of your nose. I know we've all probably had an instance or two where we wake up and our mouth is open and we're like, wait, like what happened? Like my mouth was closed when I was sleeping initially when I put my head to my pillow and then I wake up and my mouth's open. Now this can help your lungs to be able to get that much needed air that it needs, um, but it can also unfortunately create or worsen another condition um, known as sleep apnea. And so people who deal with sleep apnea experience airway blockages as they sleep. These blockages can mess up with their sleep a lot of the time per night, leaving those who deal with it to face each day in some sort of fatigue. And sleep apnea can also raise people's risk for heart attack, for a stroke, for diabetes, and even liver disease. The same inflammatory reactions that produce allergic sinusitis can also cause your tonsils and your adenoids to swell up while also drying out your sinuses. And so these issues can encourage sleep apnea attacks or make an ongoing case of sleep apnea to become more severe and it can even interfere with your ability to use a CPAP, which CPAP is short for a continuous positive airway pressure device. So the fourth way is having the wrong allergy medications can actually make you more sleepy and honestly just wear you out. So when you are you know, in that state of desperateness to get that relief from those annoying allergy symptoms, you may reach for, you know, pretty much any over-the-counter medication because you're like, I need all the help I can get. So I really just put all of all of them in front of me. Give me the whole daggone pharmacy. I want it all, including antihistamines. But unfortunately, you know, there are certain kinds of antihistamines that can make you more drowsy, you know, not only at night, but also during the day. And this is something I have direct experience with. And this is something that I laugh now with my mom about, But when it was first happening to me, it wasn't funny and I was just so confused. So during my allergy journey, really trying to figure out what allergy medications work best for me, I had gotten a prescription from my doctor for allergy medicine that's prescription strength. So I had gotten it and I was using it. I was just going on with my day. But then there would be times, and I don't recommend this, but there would be times when I would forget to take my allergy medicine at night because it's an allergy medicine that's meant to be taken at night and you will figure out why um I would forget to because I would just be so concerned with either my you know with work or things like that and trying to get to sleep and stuff so then I would you know be more so concerned with that but then I would wake up in the morning and I would be like oh I need to take it I forgot to take it so I started doing that but then I started noticing throughout the day that I would just want to go fall on a pillow and go to sleep and I was just like oh my gosh like why is this happening to me and so then one day I was on I think like a lunch break or something like that and I was talking with my mom and 
I was telling her like I am just feeling so tired and then she was like well what what did you have like what could be possibly making you tired and then I was going through you know out loud like what I had had for the morning and then she was like wait 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 you do realize that medicine is supposed to be taken at night right and I was like well I forgot to take it so I took it this morning and then she was like that medicine makes you drowsy which is why you're supposed to take it at night and I was like wow so I'm tired from this allergy medicine that's so crazy but it's so true and key from the story is to read the instructions on your allergy medication that you get especially if you get it from a doctor to make sure that you are following the directions and taking the medicine when you're supposed to so definitely learn from my story and I definitely read the label and the instructions of medicine a lot more closely to make sure I'm not missing anything but yeah there are medications that are out there that can make you a lot more sleepy I know from experience with talking with other people that Benadryl can make people feel a lot more drowsy and tired and sleepy and feel worn out and feel like they just want to go and take like a three-hour nap but in my experience with Benadryl I've not ever felt that way so it really just depends on you and your body and things like that and I think it's really interesting how allergy medicine can affect people in different ways ways and so the nighttime sleep that you get with the help of such antihistamines may not actually do your brain and your body much good the next morning you know even if you don't continue using them during the day so sometimes in some instances you might take the medication at night but then you still end up feeling tired in the morning and like some people suffer from like sleepwalking and poor sleep quality as a result of taking those antihistamines. So really just be careful and make sure you're talking with your doctor to make sure you're picking allergy medicine that works best for you and doesn't really cause your quality of sleep to be affected. So with that being said, I know you're probably thinking, okay, I know all about allergy fatigue, didn't know all of these things. I definitely want to learn more. So how do I manage and deal with allergy fatigue? Like how do I like fight this thing so that I don't have to deal with it as much? So one way that can help with being able to fight allergy fatigue is finding out what you're allergic to. You know, in order to treat your allergies, you have to really know what you're up against. And the best way to do that is through an allergy test. So an allergy test, it can really help with identifying the different substances that trigger an allergic reaction in your body. And so these substances are known as allergens, as we've talked about on the podcast before. It can be in things you breathe in, things you touch, things you eat, etc. So really getting down to what you're allergic to is really going to help you out in the long run. Another way is to avoid common allergy triggers if possible. Once you know what you're allergic to, you can really work to avoid certain environmental allergens. You know, there are many ways that you can avoid or even reduce your exposure to allergens. I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast before, but you can vacuum more often, clean your house more often, regularly wipe down hard surfaces, vacuum carpets, wash linens and clothes to help with removing different allergens like pet dander and dust mites. I know that that helps me a Lot, especially when I am outside playing with my dog or I'm inside playing with my dog having to change my clothes I've found has worked better for me because if I don't I start to sneeze and I get into sneezing fits and then I have an allergy flare-up and it's just this cycle that no one wants to have happen because it's nothing worse than sneezing and people are looking at you like you're crazy and you're like I swear I don't have the vid it's just 
allergies. It's just like the worst thing ever. Also, another thing that you can do is changing your air filters out regularly and also considering investing in an air purifier. That's something that really helped with being able to get any of the allergens out of the air. I really found the best relief from it in combination with taking like allergy medicine and doing all of the things. Also, another good thing to maybe look into is controlling the indoor mold by keeping humidity levels below 50% in your home and using a cleaners that are really just designed to eliminate mold within like high humidity areas like a bathroom, um, like a laundry room, a kitchen, and other different damp areas like that. Also, don't dry your clothes outside. Hanging your clothes and your linens um, outside can really attract different airborne pollens and molds. I don't really know anyone who does that, but just if you are one of those people who still dry their clothes outside and you have environmental allergies, you're probably not going to want to do that. Also, after washing your clothes, you're going to want to dry your clothes and linens immediately, you know, in a dryer to really help with that. Also, if you are outside, whether you are gardening and doing things like that or mowing the lawn, wearing gloves and wearing a mask can really help with um, minimizing and reducing your exposure to the different tree pollens and pollens that are outside. Just doing those types of things and as well as like I said before keeping your windows closed because it can really help with reducing the number of outdoor and allergens from getting inside of your your house. Another way is to take your allergy medication in the evening um, and from the story that I just recently told you should make sure that you're doing that. Um, antihistamines, they are a common and really effective way to manage seasonal allergies and different modern allergy medicines um, are really less likely to cause drowsiness than older antihistamines. However, some people still may feel tired after taking an allergy pill, especially if they haven't taken one in a while. So to really help with reducing any drowsiness and helping you feel more alert the next day and during the day, take your daily antihistamines in the evening rather first thing in the morning and really consistency is also the key to reducing the drowsiness that could be caused by antihistamines so the longer you take a daily allergy medication the more easily your body will be able to tolerate those side effects however you might need to be aware that not all antihistamines are intended for daily use so really just make sure that you're talking with your doctor and your allergist before starting or changing any allergy medications just to make sure that it is a good fit for you. Another way to help with fighting allergy fatigue is seeing whether or not allergy shots is a probable solution for you. Um, allergy shots they involve exposing your body to small amounts of an allergen to really build up your immunity over time. And these shots, they are formulated for your specific allergies. And some people find that getting shots regularly can reduce or even eliminate their symptoms. If you want to learn more about allergy shots, definitely speak with your doctor, but also definitely listen to the episode that I did with Dr. Munn and Shah, where we discuss both allergy shots and allergy drops. If you think it could pop possibly be a good fit for you, then definitely talk with your doctor to just double check and get their counsel and advice and see whether or not you should consider allergy shots for your allergy treatment and medication. And then the last tip is to really see a doctor to rule out other causes of fatigue. So like I said, sometimes fatigue that you think might be caused by allergies may be caused by another condition. It could be, you know, iron deficiency. It could be a chronic illness. 
It could be sleep apnea. It could be a lot of different things. And there are many different causes of fatigue. So you definitely should talk to your doctor about your concerns and find a solution together. You know, they may recommend getting additional tests like a scan or a blood draw to really rule out any other potential causes. But if you don't learn anything from any of my episodes, really learn the importance of seeking care from a doctor, allergist, et cetera, to really get their extra expertise and advice and counsel on what you should do for your certain case, because not all um, bodies are the same and people's reaction to different allergies is going to be different, which is why I personally think that there's not a one step approach for allergies it's really important to make sure that you and your doctor are coming out with a plan that is specific to you and specific to your needs and specific to your lifestyle so that's definitely something to take into consideration and definitely hopefully that is something that you get from each and every episode is really um, stressing the importance of talking with a doctor because I'm not a doctor and I don't claim to be in any of my episodes but definitely try to provide a lot of information for you all to be able to know what are some things to think about and you know maybe you might learn something from an episode and then know you know how to have those types of conversations with your doctor and being able to find what solutions and treatments might be best for you or best for you and your family but hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and found it to be very helpful very insightful I know I learned a lot from doing research and just from reflecting on my own experiences and my allergy journey and from talking with other people about allergy fatigue as well um, definitely would be interested in knowing whether or not you guys have been affected by allergy fatigue and have dealt with it if so definitely send us a message over on our instagram page or instagram pages at oh my allergies but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did make sure you're subscribed to the oh my allergies podcast on your podcast platform of choice so you don't miss out on really good juicy episodes like this one make sure that you take the time to leave us a rating hopefully that rating is five stars also leave us a review on apple Podcasts, on spotify platforms like that because it really helps with being able to reach more people, grow this community, and really be able to help other people live life and navigate life and thrive with their allergies. Also, give me a follow on Instagram. My Instagram is at omyvalencia. Keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and don't know, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.